Welcome to the Worship Probs Podcast, where we aim to entertain, encourage, and equip worship and tech leaders all around the world. Look, we all know that serving in worship and production is great, but the problems, those are real. Thanks for joining us as we dive into today's episode with our host, Brian Tabor. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 232 of the Worship Probs podcast. Man, if you just found us, thank you for listening. We're glad you're here. You know, we've got some nifty gifties for you today in terms of content. You know, don't go run into the mailbox for a check. I know, I'm laughing. I'm like, anything like that. You you just found us. Welcome. Yeah, welcome. Welcome. The nifty Come on in. The water's fine. Come on in. Yeah, we've been waiting for you. (laughs) Exactly. We've been waiting for you. We do ask that everyone would do something for us. Mm -hmm. That sounds a little selfish probably, but hey, we need you to, to do this. Okay, go to Apple Podcasts. Find the Worship Probs Podcast. Give a five-star rating and a really nice review. Yeah. Okay. That's your commitment. Our Mm -hmm. commitment is every week. Right. To give you just a big, warm blanket of goodness. There it is. Okay. We're going to do the three E's, (laughs) entertain, encourage, and equip. All three of them are important to us. They are. So we're always going to do all three of those. And you know what? It's like my partner in crime. Big Yancey. Did did you say the blanket of goodness? Is that what you yeah, just big, said? Warm blanket of goodness. I feel like we need you know? that on a t-shirt. <laughs> it's like the Worship Props podcast, giving you the big warm blanket, big, warm of, goodness. blanket of goodness. Yeah, <laughs> I just, think so. I mean, wow. maybe that's our new hashtag, blanket of goodness. <laughs> I can see that wrong, going really was... wrong. <laughs> just, I think that could go bad for us, but you know, we can roll the dice absolutely, on it. Sure, sure. Absolutely. <laughs> My goodness. Oh, gosh. 232. And I'm excited about this one. man. I'm excited. It's a little bit of a special day because we've got oh prayer concerns, goodness. but we got a special yes. edition of prayer concerns. Yes, We're going we back to uh, ruining a song title by changing one word. Yes, we are. <laughs> this is the... So that's the well that keeps yeah, on Yeah, I was just going to say, it's, like, it's up, the man. gift that keeps on giving. That, yes, it uh, is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then uh, we got to sit down. Well, we got a DM. We're going to tackle a DM about introducing click track and, you know, how to cross that bridge with your team. But see, I'm just too excited. I just wanted to jump to (laughs) the the best part. We got to sit down and chat with our friend, Hosanna Wong. She was back. It was, oh man, I'm so excited. She is just such an incredible person. She is. Um, I I love, love talking with her. So yeah. We have a little bit of a, a little bit of a mic battle. She and I, you know, yeah, on the, yeah, oh, on yeah, yeah, a little, so, little back and forth, yeah, a bit of a spoken word battle. So, I, yeah, you know, can't wait for everyone to hear that. Got <laughs> that, that to look forward to. <laughs> I'm not quitting my day job, but you know, but you people, could. It, it seems like you could. It. I mean, I'll give it to them. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're off the rails, man. We're, I'm looking at the order, and what we're doing is nothing. I I wrote it, and I'm we're just, this. and just neither of us are on it at this point. <laughs> Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome, welcome to a day in the life. <laughs> Once again, welcome. <laughs> oh man. Well, guys, we're ready to have some fun. And this is not even prime time. It's only 2.30 PM. So uh here's the deal. In terms of things that are awesome, let my friend Jen tell you about Planning Center. 
let's talk about the way that Planning Center can help organize your church ministries. Many of you are already familiar with Planning Center and may even be using services to plan your weekly events and schedule volunteers. But what you might not be as familiar with is that Planning Center is actually an all-in-one church management software system. Planning Center can help keep your whole church engaged by creating space for important data like prayer requests and event attendance, or even tracking first-time guests, making follow-up simple and easy. With different products on a unified platform, your whole team can stay aligned across ministries and eliminate anyone working in silos or having to track information across multiple programs. There are so many things you can do with Planning Center. And best of all, you can customize how you use it based on your church's ministry needs. Anyone on your team using Planning Center, whether they run sound, play drums, or schedule volunteers, has access to Planning Center's training materials and support team too. So go to planningcenter.com to learn more and get started for free. So Jennifer, yes, I see the countdown is happening in your story. It is happening. Yep. Yeah. The yep. move. We're getting the so close. The smells go east. Yes. Yeah, so close. When this airs, so it'll be Tuesday when all of our friends are hearing this, we're leaving Saturday morning. So Tennessee bound, man. Yep. Are you excited? Very excited. Very Are you excited. anxious? Uh, I mean, not too much. Maybe only about the drive. That's going to yeah, be a first yeah. for me doing, you know, that long of a drive. But, you yeah. know, I no, I'm I'm just excited. I'm ready. Did you decide, are you doing it all in one shot or are you stopping? No, we're stopping. Josh, I'm too old for that. You, you know that. Disappointed. Well, it's just that realizing <laughs> you're not 20. It, you just can't do right. it. There's there's no amount of Red yeah, Bull that's yeah. going to keep you awake. You've got to stop and sleep. So, yeah. you know. We, we need we need a safe fiance. We do. You know? We do. We, we need in all the smells. <laughs> we need all the smells to be safe and sound. Yep. Yeah. Uh, in their new you know, habitat, yes. Tennessee, Tennessee. Right? We can't wait. That's awesome. Well, we're excited for you. Thank you. And, uh, Hey, speaking of excitement, worship karaoke, we dropped uh, episode three. Um, you've got three episodes out there to check out. So make sure you go do that. You can see those on our YouTube, uh, page, which is at worship probs and hit that, smash that subscribe button, you know? I, I dropped a word this week in a text with Allie and okay. she said, did you just say this word? Mm -hmm. I said, yes. Should I not say that? I need, I need you to keep me on the straight path. She said to run it by Jen first. Oh, please do it right now on the podcast. <laughs> Should I? Yes. Huh? Yeah. Well, you've baited all of us. Like you what can't just. What if it's not cool? What if it's. Oh, I feel like you don't ever worry about that with any of the words you use. <laughs> just... The word was slay. <laughs> Is that bad? <laughs> I said I mean, it was it was like that's gonna slay or something like that. Okay. She said, Brian, did you just say slay? You did, you did say slay. You know, that was kind of a thing a, a little while ago. Um yeah. but you know, Let's Brian, you're your own man. <laughs> and I feel like everyone just gives I'm you a sorry. certain amount of I'm grace. So that. if I, you wanted to say slay, yeah. you just go for it. Well, I think these episodes of Worship Karaoke just slay. Okay, there it is. So go, there go it is. check it out. Go check those out on the YouTubes at Worship Probs. You got some teasers on our Instagram and Facebook channels, but uh, go check that out. Um, hey, there's an opportunity for you to get involved. And when I say get involved, like 232 episodes we're in, we're, gosh, man, we started the Instagram in 2016. Wow. We'll be seven years old in July. Wow. Right? Yeah. So if this, it may be this, if this has ever meant anything to you, 
why don't you check out the link in our bio and support us on Patreon. Uh, there's lots of opportunities. We like to say you're going to become an insider because you're going to have access to some stuff that nobody else will have access to. Um, so we'll tell you a little bit more about that later, but yeah, jump in and uh, support us on Patreon. If you're, if you have a conference or a team night, or you're associated with the conference, like Jen and I are associated with experience conference, which is uh, coming up in August guys, if you haven't looked at the lineup, you, you need to look at that lineup. Mm -hmm. It is going to be fire and we're going to be there. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think we're going to record an episode of the podcast with a live audience, which is our absolute favorite thing. Uh, so make sure you join us there. Experienceconference.com. Uh, there's probably a link in our bio as well. If not, I'll make sure that happens. So, um, but yeah, you know, but if you're associated with another conference and you want to bring us in, uh, let us know, man. Yeah. Let us know. I think we're going to probably be at the salt conference and no, yeah. I mean, give us some snacks for sure. I am for sure. And we're happy. (laughs) You are for sure. Oh no. You know what? Next time we go somewhere, I'm filming. Okay. (laughs) I'm filming. (laughs) Oh, you did not just do that. Oh man. Somewhere okay. Josh is snickering. I he think, is. He's maybe. probably driving to work laughing right now. <laughs> He's probably laughing going, you're both divas. You're both high maintenance. So just. <laughs> well, Brian, you know what time it is? What time is it? I think it's time for prayer concerns. Prayer Concerns is brought to you by our friends at Five Words Media. They're the amazing people that bring you free church AV. Five Words Media is also the official AVL integrator of Worship Leader Props. Now, if your church is planning an upgrade to your production gear, or maybe you have a new building in the works, start with a call or an email to the team at Five Words Media. They're the best in the biz, and they will do an incredible job of finding the right gear to help your church realize their vision of making a greater impact for the kingdom. Just consider them as an extension of your church production team, and they'll focus on the five words that clients experience with every project they do. Those five words are see, hear, feel, design, and build. Just click the link in our bio and then click on the link for Five Words Media to get started today. Guys, this this is just the, one of the favorite things that happens for us every week. You guys normally, like the OG prayer concerns, is you get a roast by somebody in your church. Like they don't like something that you did or they want to know why you did it this way or why were your jeans ripped or there's fog in the room. I just don't understand. Why can't we just have hymns and an organ? Well, um, people send those in to us and they're fantastic because they remind us all we're not alone. We're all in this together. Occasionally, we'll throw a special edition uh, prayer concern uh, at you, and that's what we're going to do today. So we put up a post a while back that was, um, ruin a worship song by changing one word in the title. <laughs> and there's maybe, I don't know, 15, 1600 comments on this post. It is so fantastic. And so what we're doing, we're going to share five of those today. Okay, so this is a prayer concern special edition, ruin a worship song by changing one word at, in the title. So here we go. Let's dive right in. Prayer concern number one, oh, come to the golf course. 
<laughs> there's there's a lot of people that like that one. Uh, right. on, when the weather's nice, that's oh, the, that's man, the call they're day. answering on oh, Sunday come morning. Come to the golf course. <laughs> oh, come to the golf course. Gosh. Okay, number two, prayer concern number two. Okay, things. <laughs> oh God, you do okay things. You know, okay things. Instead of great things, you do okay things. They're all right. You just they're all right. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, number three. I, I put this one in there especially for you. Okay. Uh, Beyonce. Okay. Prayer concern number three. Ring of rings. Ring of rings. <laughs> and they like specifically <laughs> mentioned that it is uh the Lord of the Rings. It is in reference to Lord of the Rings instead of King of Kings. Love it. I love ring it. Of rings. Yep. Picturing elves and everything in my head right now. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh number uh four might get quiet. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've been to that church. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it was, it was yeah I think a few, a few of us have. Shh, keep it down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Lord. Okay, here's the last one. The bottom of the pudding cup. Prayer concern number five, and we're ruining a worship song by changing one word in the title. Eat it again. <laughs> <laughs> Oh Eat God. it again. <laughs> <laughs> all all of us who are trying to, you know, stick on those diets and you yeah. know, just make just good choices. No, I'm just giving up. I'm, I'm going to eat it again. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fam, you guys are amazing. Thank you. If you, if you haven't chimed in yet, find that post. Uh, and and give us some of your song titles. We'll be uh, continuing to use those as the weeks roll by. Or if you got OG prayer concerns and you just got a fantastic roast by somebody in your congregation, maybe a handwritten note, <laughs> something on your live stream, whatever it is, send it to us. Uh, we'll always keep you and your church anonymous in that. So uh, one of the things we love to do is to tackle the questions you submit. And we do that in a segment that we call sliding into the DMs. Sliding into the DMs is brought to you by the Worship Probs Patreon. Thanks so much to all of you that are already supporting us on Patreon. We're working on some really cool stuff for our Patreon insiders. If you might enjoy a monthly Zoom with us or maybe some coaching on your live stream and your worship leading, maybe you've wanted to ask the big room question on a podcast. There are levels and opportunities for all of those. You can become an insider on Patreon by clicking the link in our bio. Well, we got a really good, uh, a lot of churches wrestling with this. And anytime I would, I, it's probably safe to say in terms of level of controversy, like heat in the comments, easily, I would say top three is when we make a meme about tracks or click yep. or Ableton, something like yeah. or any, yeah. Ableton, using any, any kind of, of a technical tracking support. Oh, for, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. The people. It brings, it brings all the controversy to the yard. Yes, it it does. Just... <laughs> uh, so this was a DM that we got and it says, we feel like introducing a click track would be a good move for our team. How did you approach that and why? So uh, I'm assuming in your time, Jen, you used click tracks, multi-tracks, Ableton, yeah. something like that. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, what's funny is I never had to go through the process of introducing it to a team. I was at oh boy, a church. I know I was at a church. I'm it's sure like it a is. Day at Disney world. Let me tell you. I was at a church where we weren't <laughs> using it. And then I started at uh, a new church and they were using click and track and everything. And so mm. I just had to mm. adapt, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. It took some getting used to, but immediately I saw the strength in it because as perfect as we all like to think we are with timing you know, and, and we all feel that we are 100% spot on all the time. We aren't, we're flawed, we're humans. Um, so I have found click to be something that just, it really does hold the integrity together. Um, there's, there's no room for interpretation. It really does help hold you together. Uh, best way to introduce it. I probably am not a great person to ask because like I said, I haven't Mm -hmm. done it. My, my thought always just tends to be just push everyone in the pool and make them swim. Like if you try to ease into it, it it might be, or if you're, if you're doing click to then the bridge of tracks, then maybe you do just start with click. Let's just start with click. And then we slowly kind of whatever, or maybe you take a couple of weeks where you just practice in your rehearsal time, you use click and tracks and whatnot to start dabbling in it. But then at some point you got to just pull the trigger. Everyone's got to jump in the pool and just swim for dear life. (laughs) You'll adapt, but absolutely. But I'm sure you've done it and you've probably done it well. So what would you say? Um, Yeah. You probably get a mixed answer on that, but I'll tell you what we did. (laughs) So um, when I was at Mount Pleasant, our, uh, we, we did a, a giant Christmas service every December and it would, um, I mean, man, there were days where our attendance would like triple that weekend. And so it was kind of a, pull out the stops, uh, weekend. And so we did, um, a really fantastic, uh, arrangement of Carol of the Bells that we got from a church in Florida called Northland. And it's, uh, Carol of the Bells. There's like a vocal ensemble. There's right. an orchestra. There's a lot there's happening. This, yeah. Like a whalen, uh, almost like a trans Siberian orchestra, a guitar mm-hmm. solo and feature on that. And so there are, um, man, the meter changes, the tempo changes, like it is all over the place. And it's like a six minute gymnastics event. I mean, like it was really, really complicated. Well, then we got the idea to time all the lighting to that Mm. and video to that. And so to really, to, to keep all of that together, really the only way to do that and to ensure that it would be the same all the time was to do it to a click track. And mm-hmm. so that was the first time we introduced click at our church. Wow. And uh, honestly, um, doing it that way in such a, and it, it was an impossible piece. It was a piece that was way out of the norm mm-hmm. for us. Um, and our, our, our band and our, our, our singers really, really liked the challenge of that. But even they recognized, oh my goodness, how are we, right. how are we going to, how are we going to do this? So we introduced it like that. And it wasn't, uh, it wasn't like every single re- rehearsal was a well-oiled machine because there's always a couple of holdouts. Like we had a, a couple of singers that, that well, they weren't crazy about having click in their ears, but when you're doing it on a piece that's that complex, yeah. um, to not have it means you're going to, you're going to struggle, you yep. know, you're going to struggle to do it. So we got through Christmas and that actually went relatively well. Um, and then right after that, our church decided to launch a second venue. And so we had, uh, we had like our normal service going on and then we had 
uh, a youth space across the street that was going to be a little more casual, you know, like sitting around tables. And the idea was like more engagement, you know, kind of an experiment with that. And so what we decided to do uh, in terms of music is that we only sent singers over there. Mm. So they were playing with the band from the, the main service. Oh, wow. Like it was uh, like an accompaniment track almost, except it was live. And so uh, in a situation like that, the only way to really tie those together, because the sermon uh, was going to be broadcast live across the street. So that transition had to be, you know, right on every time. And so the only way to do that uh, was to introduce click, mm-hmm. uh, you know, every weekend. And so uh, at first we did just click. Then we did, you know, click and a little bit of a pad because uh, the it's, I mean, if you're just doing click, it's literally just a metronome. And so, right. you know, you, you've got to, it, it was helpful for us to have a point of reference as to where we were in the song. And, uh, you know, everybody uh, sort of got on board. I had a couple of people ask, you know, why is this because, you know, we're not enough or, you know, we're not good enough. We're not working hard enough. Nope. It's nothing like that. It's just, hopefully you can appreciate the complexity of what we're trying to accomplish here. And right. it's, it's allowing us to, uh, to lead a whole other room in worship at the same time. And these are people who, maybe they don't feel comfortable coming into a room this size or, mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever it is. And so, you know, our team got on board, uh, eventually and, and then eventually we started to incorporate, you know, like full multi-tracks and, and stuff like that. But we did, you know, in that under the guise of kind of, you got to learn to walk before you run. I mean, we did start with just click and, yeah. uh, that's, that's how it, it worked for us. Yeah. Yeah. I remember right, uh, right before, I had left the church where we we didn't have uh, we weren't using click. We did try for one special to use a click, mm. and it was a hilarious disaster. Um, and we <laughs> in, in rehearsal we could not get it together. And and what's funny is we were at least able to laugh at ourselves and be like, man, we're all really bad at when it comes to staying consistent with timing. And we ended up just having to ditch the click because we were like, we are it's messing us up so much. And it was kind of like, we didn't have enough time to work it and to really mm. really mm. adapt to it. It does take time. It takes time it to does. adapt. It really and, is. You know. Um, and again, we, we come back to this a lot. It's like, just help lead people forward. Be gracious yep. with people. There's, there's always going to be people who don't like something. They don't like, oh, I'm used to wedge monitors. Or I'm you know, yeah, yeah, it's okay. Sure. It's okay. Everyone has their preferences. Everyone has what they're comfortable with. And I think that that's what yeah. happens is it comes from that place of I'm comfortable and I feel confident in this and learning something new, um, is going to make me feel a little uneasy. It's going to challenge my comfort. Uh, I'm going to risk probably looking stupid or feeling stupid. You know, sometimes when I'm trying to learn something new, I'm like, man, I feel so dumb right now. Why is this so hard? So, you know, just, just like I, I say, like you stay lighthearted about it. Own like the more we can all admit like, yeah, no, I get it. Hey, we all, we're all going to struggle a little bit. It's okay. Let's all just keep moving forward. It probably just will help. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And, you know, including in that some education for, uh, for your players and singers on their in-ear mix and yes, what, maybe yeah. what that ought to look like, you know, mm-hmm. uh, that's all, that all needs to be a, a piece of it. So if, I, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, you can email us info at worshipleaderprobs.com or just send us a DM. And, uh, uh, you know, it's really, it's very, uh, it's very heartwarming. Almost every week we get a DM that says, Hey, I caught an, a stray worship leader probs on your podcast. And so, so like our email addresses, there's still that, you know, yeah. even though the name is changed to worship props. So, right. um, 
So thank you for being on the lookout for that. We really, really appreciate it. But you can you can email us there uh, or, or just uh, DM us. Well, man, guys, buckle up. Okay, this is one of our favorite people. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we're going to introduce her. At least I, I'm not going to loop you into this, Jen, in case this goes south. I, this right. Jen didn't. This, this was this all is, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> I, you don't want, probably want any credit for this. So, but. Uh, <laughs> Let me introduce you to our friend, Hosanna Wong. Grab a seat, fam. It won't be long. It's time to talk with Hosanna Wong. Oh my <laughs> goodness. So how was that? I mean, we got a spoken word artist on here. Do I have like, do I have what it takes? Man, if I had a nickel <laughs> for every time I got such an incredible intro. <laughs> wow. That was something special, Brian. That was <laughs> You know, I worked on that all afternoon. Did you? I had to find the beat and all that, you know. I would pray okay. about it. I would pray about yeah. it. You know, before <laughs> before you continue onto this pathway, I would just pray about it. <laughs> see what the Lord has to say. Okay. I'm going to cut a demo this afternoon and we'll see what happens. Instead, you got some stuff to bounce off Hosanna. You know, can I, can I send exactly, some stuff your exactly. way? The, the dreaded question. <laughs> you probably get that a lot when your place is, hey, can I send some stuff your way? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, gosh. Hosanna, welcome back. We have been so excited. Uh, you get the email going, do you want to talk to Hosanna Wong? That's a, don't even ask us that. Like, absolutely. That's an absolute Thank yes. Thank you, guys. We're going to stop everything in our lives to do it. So welcome Absolutely. back. We, um, we've really been looking forward to this. So we'll start out easy. How has 2023 been for you so far? Oh, how has it been? I mean, we're still here. We are still here. My husband and I made a choice that we were going to serve the local church and stay married. And those two things yes. we are still doing. Like people want to talk about specific roles, titles. I'm like, you know what? We're doing two things right now. We're serving the local church and we're staying married to each other. And so far that is still going great. So praise God. Praise God. Mm. Praise God. Glad to hear it. Um, Okay. So you were with us back in August of 21. I don't know how it's been that long. That was episode 139. And that is our most listened to episode ever. Yeah. In 230 plus episodes, that is our most listened to Oh episode. my gosh. Praise God. And it's not even close. Oh my yeah, gosh. Yeah, not even. <laughs> was, yeah. So we're long overdue, but it's really, really great to have you back. And I love uh, watching from a distance on socials, like how God continues to use your story. And if you're listening to this and you haven't heard episode 139 yet, go back and listen. You will be blessed and encouraged. I know. Um, and when you were here before, you had just released your book, How Not to Save the World, um, which rocked me and uh, even people on my team at the church. And I can only imagine the stories you're hearing from people who have read that book. What what has the response been like over the last couple of years to that book? Wow. Um, well, I would say the response has been twofold. One is what I had hoped for and prayed for, which is that it would give people tangible tools to 
share about the love of Jesus in their everyday life, um, hoping that it would give people just some kind of guide to how to actually have real relationships and bring Jesus into those real relationships. And so I'm blessed by that. But I will say the other thing I didn't expect the book to do would be to really help those of us who have maybe been hurt by the church or hurt by other Christ followers, or maybe are down for Jesus, but not down for Jesus people. And so maybe the mission has become confused because it's become diluted or it's become, you know, a a place of pain. So I would say that, you know, I was blessed to give people a guidebook to have real relationships and share about Jesus, but I wasn't prepared for the chapters at the end that were about the church and an evangelism book that was actually about being the church at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, would have would be maybe a healing for those of us who have wanted to be the church God's called us to be, but along the way have been a little confused about what that is. And so I'm blessed. I'm blessed that it got to be a part of that conversation. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So good. And then you decided to go again. You've got another book coming out, a new book coming out in August called You Are More Than You've Been Told. That's available for pre-order now. So what can you tell us about this book? Yeah, well, everybody wants it, you know, so yeah. Oh, get yeah. it, you know, yeah. um, <laughs> be, be a part. Um, yeah, that's um, what I got to tell you. Um, so I am blessed to write this book. I found that, you know, after How Not to Save the World, there was a lot of people who were like, yes, I want to be down for the mission, but I actually am a little bit earlier in my faith. I actually am in a place where I feel a little little bit disconnected from God and disconnected from myself, or maybe I've been a Christ follower for a long time, but there's something in my relationship with God I need to reconnect first, even before I have any concept of mission or sharing about Jesus. I just found that a lot of people's response was, I'm really weighed down and and disconnected in my relationship with God. And so I wanted to write to those of us who feel a bit disconnected and want to reconnect mm. for real. I also found that a lot of people wanted a book to give to their, uh, not just friends that didn't know God, but maybe the church adjacent who I find are my people. Those of us who are like, okay, I'm down for God, but God's people I'm not sure about, or God's church, I'm not sure if I can fit in, or is this real or is this fake? I can't tell. Those are really my people. How can any of this be real for me? But I really wanted to write a book about how to connect with God for real and connect with who you really are. That wasn't just about who you are, but also how, what are tangible tools, practical ways to actually reconnect with God in our everyday lives. I've always been a hopes up, hands raised kind of person, but I think the past few years have made me a hands-on kind of girl. I really need the how-to. And so in hopes that we could all reconnect with God and ourselves for real and have a fresh way to live, a refreshed relationship with Jesus. I wrote the toolbox I wish I would have had a few years ago. So thanks for highlighting that. That is so kind. I'm blessed. I think it's going to help a lot of people and I hope everyone gets it. Yeah. Man, I do too. I'll, I'm going to release a spoken word about it. <laughs> well, you got to give, um, gotta give the people up. what they want. You know, yeah, you're going yeah, yeah, exactly, to want to exactly. share that for so, sure. I, I'm, yeah, I'm curious. <laughs> I'm curious. Okay. So this is your second yeah. book and obviously you, you, you write spoken word. Did you feel like was writing, you know, authoring books, was that something that was in you, something that you desired and dreamed about? Or is it just more of a, this is something fresh that God birthed in you that maybe you didn't see coming and 
you're just rolling with it? Yeah, that's a great question. I think probably a lot of listeners can resonate that you have a a message that you want to share with people and a goal of how you want to help people. And maybe the methods are kind of secondary. So I know I want to help people know who they really are and help everyday people know Jesus for real. And that will look like doing spoken word. That'll look like teaching. That'll look like now writing books. So I think I always saw it as a tool, another way to get the gospel into people's hands in their everyday life. Mm -hmm. But this book specifically actually did come from that, that I wrote a spoken word piece many years ago called I Have a New Name. Mm, So good. It was, thank you, friends. Um, I love that one. I've watched it so many times online. Brian's competitor. I am his greatest competitor. Yeah, Yeah, you are. I have a new name versus whatever (laughs) happened earlier. Um, But uh, I wrote the spoken word piece and it came out of one of the darkest seasons of my life and my faith and our marriage, just lots of relational, spiritual, financial, uh, physical loss. And I lost who I was and I was disconnected from myself and from God. And I wrote the spoken word piece, I have a new name that really declared all the names God gives us, all the things God says about us. And I needed to know who I was and God used it. God breathed on it and I'm blessed that God used it. But I will say for me personally, I was still not healed from some of the lies I had heard and from some of the wounds that I actually resigned could never be healed. And so these past seven years, I've actually been on a journey of really trying to see myself through God's lens. and. I stopped doing spoken word poetry after that piece. It was the last spoken word I had done in the studio, but the season was so painful that though I still traveled and spoke and wrote, I didn't write spoken word poetry anymore. So um, one of the questions though, that people would ask me the most as I've performed this spoken word piece all over the world is people would ask me afterwards. It's this beautiful moment. Everyone declares their new names in Christ. It's beautiful. And after this moment, The question I get asked the most afterwards is how, not just who am I, I'm loved, I'm chosen, but how do I know that every single day? How do I know who I am and live like it every single day? How does the names God gives me change my life? And I really wanted to tell people how I wanted to give them the toolbox of how to really integrate some of these rhythms into their lives because I just want people to know so deeply, especially because of the healing that I've gone through these past seven years to really uh, heal from wounds that hold me back, held me back, is that you deserve to stop seeing yourself through the broken lens of other people and to start to see yourself through the lens of God. And when you see yourself through the lens of God, you will discover who you really are. And that will help you know how to live the life you've been created to live. And so when God called me, I felt God called me back to go go back to the studio to do spoken word a few years ago. I originally said no, because I did not feel like it. Like I knew the healing it would take to go back into that place and the wounds I'd have to confront and perhaps the things I'd have to confess out loud, the people I'd have to forgive, the things I'd have to forgive myself for. I had kind of just resolved that that season would never fully be healed. And I knew going back into this identity message would cause me to have to surrender a lot to God and and invite him into places I didn't want to bring him into. And I originally said no. And so a few years ago, 
when I, I, I decided instead to say yes and go through the healing process. I've just discovered so many tools that have and, and, and practical ways to really help me uncover the rhythms of Jesus and how he lived and how he lived lightly and freely. And I have had breakthrough in my mindset and in my life and in my ministry and in my marriage that I didn't know was possible. And so I knew, okay, I'm going back into the studio. I'm re-recording I Have a New Name and I am going to give people the tools of how they can know who they are and live like it every single day. And I think the church needs it. I think a reason why Mm. so many people outside of the church are far from God is because so many people inside the church are far from God. And we need to surrender the things in our hearts and surrender our sins and confess things out loud. And we need to get real in our relationships with Jesus first, and then we can better represent him to a watching world. So Mm -hmm. I'm excited about this one. Yeah. Come on, man. Come on. You just totally blew my next question out of the water (laughs) because you just answered it already, which is so awesome. I was going to talk about, I have a new name and the re-release, which is just like Jen said, I, I listen to it all the time. Thank you. It's so, so good. And I think you did that at Experience Conference yes. a couple of years ago when you were there. We got to meet you yes. in person. And uh, oh my gosh, what a what a moment, man. That was so incredible. Thank you. So as you travel around, our we you know, you you you've mentioned you see some things that the church needs to do to to become mm-hmm. healthier. What are you seeing that encourages you as you travel around? I mean, you you're literally all over the place. I mean, yeah. What what are you seeing that that what what are you seeing that encourages you? Yeah, I I am mostly encouraged. Um, being within churches, I do 42 weekends out of 52 weeks a year with different denominations and different groups of people across cultures, across state lines, around the world. And I am mostly encouraged with how many groups of Christ followers really are seeking to know Jesus for real for themselves. And I I have found more and more people not comparing their walks with Jesus with other people's walks with Jesus or trying to live by some standard they believed 10 years ago, but truly coming to a place of reclaiming spiritual disciplines in their life and finding rhythms to connect with Jesus in their real everyday life and surrendering things, our egos, our prides, our competitive spirits to the feet of Jesus. More and more I'm walking into environments and being with church families who are just really trying to make the subject Jesus and the center of it all Jesus. And I feel it. I feel it. I just, a lot of people that are like, we don't know a lot, but we know this is about Jesus and this is about his people. So I'm mostly very encouraged that this, what I wrote about and what we're talking about is really a theme. I'm, I'm hearing people say, you know, let's, let's have a real one-on-one relationship with Jesus ourselves so that that flows out of our lives to our families, our homes, our cities, our churches, and our world. And I think that's a beautiful thing, a place of of true surrender um, in our own lives and in our churches. It's beautiful. Yeah. Amen. Well, because you can't have a, an authentic relationship with God without true surrender. You know, I even love, like as painful as that was, you saying, you know, moving into that season where you're going to have to do spoken word mm-hmm. again. You're going to have to revisit 
brokenness and pain and, and wounds and there was gonna have to be forgiveness, but you were willing to go back into that space yeah. and allow God to work healing. And like, isn't that just how God works too? Where he's like, hey, let me take you through yeah. this because this is gonna be a message now that you have to help carry to others. And we aren't gonna have genuine, authentic relationship with God, with other believers until we kind of are willing to get to that place of true, full surrender. Face, yeah. you know, the wounds, face the, you know, the brokenness, the unforgiveness, yeah. you know, the church or, you know, X, Y, Z, face all of that. And I just, yeah. I love that you're allowing God to use that in your life, you know, because there's like one of two ways we could all go. We can get bitter mm-hmm. and we can go forget this. I'm done. I'm never going to, yeah. you know, or we can surrender it to God and go, okay, what do you want to make of yeah. this? Yeah, that's a beautiful point. And I don't think I, I don't think I've shared this, uh, but this, the, you know, the listeners that you have would probably relate to this in a unique way, but God used I have a new name seven years ago, even though I wasn't fully healed. So I had a lot of reason to think that that was suffice. Yeah. God used it. Mm. God used it all over the world. And so why would I have to go back to those painful places and heal from other stuff? This, this is fine. <laughs> we're we're right. fine. This is, yeah. this good, is enough. good enough. Yeah. Who's going to yeah. tell me God's not yeah. using this? And it really was an right. invitation to get closer to him and let him heal me in places. Like even this book, you are more than you've been told. It's the toolbox for, I have a new name, but I, we can talk all day about the lies that we've heard and the things people have said to us that have hurt us or the ways that we've believed lies about ourselves, and that's trapped us in the wrong patterns of living because what you believe about yourself influences how you live. And we can talk about how, mm-hmm. yes, there's people that have hurt our feelings because they were mean and on social media or our coworkers said something that was hurtful when they're having a bad day. Sure. But I have found more times than not, it's not just these hurtful words or lies that we're hearing in our current lives. It is things that we heard when we were kids, things that your mom said to you or things that your dad never said to you or the people that should have stayed but didn't or the people that should have defended you but didn't or the moments you wanted someone to fight for you or chase after you, but they didn't. And these lies have convinced us that we are less than who we really are. And so we're living, believing these lies. Like I believe the lie that I was not doing enough. And if I did more, I'd be more worthy of love. And I can see how my whole life I've been trying to prove myself to people or prove that I can do more thinking then I will have value when what you believe about yourself influences how you live. So of course the enemy of our souls wants us to believe you're not enough, you're not doing enough, you're unworthy, you're unwanted, you're unlovable, so that he traps us in the wrong patterns of living so we never live the lives God has called us to live. So with I have a new name, it's a perfect example of something that I was obedient in and that God still used, but there was more he wanted to heal. There was more he wanted to do. And then when I came to that place, when he invited me to have more healing, I knew, I knew him too well. I've been healed from a lot of other things. I've overcome other things. I've had breakthrough in other areas. I think many people can relate, but then there's that one thing that person said, or that one thing that you don't want to let go of. And God wants to fully heal you from anything that holds you back from him. So I will say even in the re-record that's been released and all that God's doing through it, I can see in my own life how like what God has done in me was the invitation. Anytime God calls you to do something, I believe there's more he wants to do in you than he wants to do through you. Mm -hmm. 
and it's an invitation right. to get closer to him. And so it's really transformed my life to surrender this mm-hmm. to him and to bring him into, like you said, the wounds, the the hard places, the dark places and bring it into the light. Mm-hmm. And now that I see how God is using the spoken word piece online all over the world, even seeing like, did you see that video of that boy from South Africa who learned it and memorized it? It was like, oh, no. it went viral on TikTok and Instagram. And it's great because wow. it's, it, if you hear the spoken word, I have a new name, it is scripture. It is 80% names that God yeah. gives you and, and words from the word of God. So um, mm. it's, it's, it's mainly scripture. And then young, you know, young people all over were memorizing it because it was a sound on TikTok, a sound on Instagram. And this young boy in South Africa memorized it. And then his video went viral. And it's just like wow. beautiful to see people memorize the names God gives them and declare them that, you know, it's an echo of truth that the world cannot ignore and yeah. the enemy can't yeah. shut up. Mm-hmm. And so I really had to repent of the ways that I made this about me and my story and holding back from God and surrender it and saying that God wants to do things, um, you know, greater than what I can imagine. And so, yeah, I'm blessed by that. Wow. Wow. Come on. Man. I know. I'm like, I feel like I just drank out of a fire hose. And yes. Come on. <laughs> so, so good. Okay. So the book's coming out in August. What else do you have coming up? Yeah. The book is coming out. It's it's the tools I want to give everyone to reconnect with God and with who they are. But I will say also, I know that a lot of creatives listen. Um, I'm back in the studio. I'm re-recording some spoken word pieces. Um, I used to go by a pen name, Hosanna Poetry. And now I am re-recording and re-releasing some favorite and well-known pieces under Hosanna Wong. So now that's where people will be able to stream it on Spotify and Apple Music. But I'm also writing brand new pieces for this generation today and really thinking on the music and the sound bites mm-hmm. for this generation to stream it, how to make it, mm-hmm. you know, not mm-hmm. so that this spoken word is recorded as if I was performing it live, but in a way that is streamable where people are and how people consume music and sounds. And also that is easy to memorize for young people so that truth can be a sound that echoes in their minds, mm-hmm. in their cars, in their homes, in their hearts. And just to encourage creatives listening, I really felt a call from God to be fearless in how we are trying to reach this world for God. And so my uh, grand plan, I will tell you, is to throw a bunch of stuff to the wall and see what sticks. And so when God called me to go back into spoken word, I was like, there's, you know, there's not really a, a blueprint for this, but I think we as the church have really just scratched the surface of how we can reach people digitally. Like I appreciate what you guys do and the various ways that you reach people and the funny ways and silly ways <laughs> and weird ways, maybe questionable ways and all the ways that you guys have conversations with God's church. And man, we really have only scratched the surface of what what we can do to put truth in people's pockets, to stream God's word in people's ears. And so I am excited about this book. It's a traditional way to give people tools, but I'm also excited um, for all the other, you know, creatives that listen that are also on a mission to, to tell people who they are and to reach people far from God, that I would encourage you to be fearless and to try a bunch of things. I'm throwing a bunch of stuff to the wall over the next year 
and seeing what sticks because we have no idea what else God can do through the digital tools that we have. Um, And so I'm excited about that. I'm excited about trying some things and seeing what God breathes on and trying to just be a little bit more fearless in how I'm reaching people far from God. Um, And that's exciting. I'm, I'm excited about that. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. so awesome. Hey, you're looking for any collabs. You know, know, I know. It's like I you might want to, Brian's got the beats be apparently. It's so crazy. I had here. my people mail your people. The letter must have gotten <laughs> lost. The postage prices are that. out of control. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, guys, if you're listening, you can see why we, we are Team Hosanna Wong all day long. So, uh, look, I, can, I keep rhyming. I, don't, I, didn't, I didn't even plan that one. Um, we're going to get to the big room question here in just a second, but make sure you go follow her on the socials, hosanna.wong. And, uh, it's a, it's a follow that will, uh, it's like plugging into a 220 volt circuit of encouragement. Thank you. Um, make sure you go do that and make sure you pre-order. You are more than you've been told, mm-hmm. uh, the new book that's coming in August. Make sure you do both of those things. Um, so, uh, you know, no pressure. Mostly, you're like the champ. We, we we refer to you as the champ behind the scenes because you you know you got more listens than than either of us or in, you know all these other people. Um, so you've already answered this question once. I know your husband gave you some input as to how to answer the big the big room question, <laughs> which was awesome. Um, okay, the big room question. We could gather every worship leader and all their volunteers, every production leader and all their volunteers, got them all together in one big room, and we gave you a microphone. What would you want to say to them? Yes. Well, I had just mentioned to Brian and Jen that I said this to my husband. I said, there's going to be a big room <laughs> question. Um, what would you say if all the worship leaders and tech and volunteers were in a room? What's one thing you would say? And without missing a beat, as if he had this answer ready, he said, bring back rounds. <laughs> bring back rounds. <laughs> I don't know what song comes to your mind. Prince of Peace is what comes to my mind. Like, so right? The men sing this and the women sing this and the children yeah, yeah. sing this. Yeah. I, so he was I, like, I was like, isn't, wasn't there an old like Petra song that King of Kings and Lord of Lords? Do you guys remember oh, that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the yeah, 80s. Yeah, yeah. There's some Petra song. Yeah. Dude, rounds. These are all good ideas. Yeah. So Absolutely. my husband would like you all to consider to bring back rounds. So that means you anything. Got it. We will do our part. Yeah. Noted. We're serving the church and staying married. So this is what we got, guys. This is what we got. Um, okay. I, I do have this. You know, I've recently gone back into spoken word and I've been thinking a lot about how some of the greatest leadership lessons I learned from the underground slam poetry scene when I was young. And so if I had a microphone to share with everyone who, you know, you serve your people and you serve your church and you're doing all you can. And some of you have been serving for years and some of you are are new. And here's something I would encourage you in. One of the greatest lessons I learned, I was, I grew up doing spoken word poetry on the streets of San Francisco. And there was these um, elite competitions where you bought tickets and you went to a theater and the best spoken word poets would compete and there would be a judge's table and there would be your heroes, people you looked up to, published authors, published poets, and they were your judges, and you would perform your spoken word piece, and people would give you scores. Your heroes would give you scores, and certainly they were the ones qualified to judge you. So they give you their scores, and and this is how it was in kind of the elite spoken word poetry world. But 
in the underground, in the underground slam poetry scene where we are not in theaters, perhaps we are after hours in a record store or a community college cafeteria or a bar or a coffee shop. We're breaking all the fire codes. We're sitting 200 of us smashed together. Some of you are like, oh, that sounds like my youth room. (laughs) No, obey fire codes. But we would be there and there would be no judges and there were no tables. Instead, we were all crammed in this room and an MC would go to the front and he would say this. He would say, who here has never been to a poetry slam before? And certainly all these hands would shoot up. Maybe someone's cousin dragged them there or they're there on English class assignment. They have to write something about poetry. All these people, maybe even cynics, raise their hands. And then the MC would give them the scorecards signifying that the underground would always be the voice of the people and that we did not want to be poets who were just out there trying to impress other poets. But if we could not communicate to everyday people, then we weren't communicating at all. And that is one of the greatest lessons I have learned as a leader, as a communicator, as a person, as a friend. God, don't let us be leaders who are just trying to impress other leaders. Don't let us be speakers or worship pastors who are trying to impress other speakers or worship pastors. God, help us to convey hope to people who perhaps have never heard about hope before. Help me be clear. Help me be truthful. Help me to explain Jesus to people who maybe are raising their hands because it's their first time. And I think that's been a compass for me because one of the things that can happen in our churches is that we become so fixated on what other people are doing or what other churches are doing. And we look at this judges table of our heroes, of people who we look up to, but maybe we do things in order to impress them instead of doing things to obey God and serve our community community. And so one of my encouragements to us as we're serving in our churches or serving our people, serving our families, is to really think about who God has called you to serve. And if it was their first time in the room, how can you convey hope and peace and joy to people who perhaps have never heard of it before? Don't worry about the judges. Don't worry about the critics. Think about who God has called you to serve and just do that. Come on. Yeah. Pick up that mic and drop it. <laughs> and also bring back rounds. Bring back and rounds. Bring back rounds. Yes. P.S. The icing on the bring cake. <laughs> oh, man. How's it's been too long? Yeah. It's been I almost know. two years. That's I far know. too long. I agree. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. You are just a breath of fresh air. That's not mm-hmm. something I say at the end of every interview either. And they, they're all good. But you, you, you are just a breath of fresh air. Yeah. Um, Thank you for uh, just for who you are mm-hmm. and uh, for how you always take time in such a genuine way to to pour into the, the moment. Yeah. Um, and, you know, obviously we're talking about a book and the, the, all kinds of stuff, but man, that, that seems to just always be incidental for you in, 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 t- in terms of what you're here to really talk about, what your real passion is. And mm-hmm. I hope people, I hope you sell a million copies, really. We'll do our part. Um, <laughs> But man, I, we just love talking to you. Thank you. Same. I feel the same with you guys. I'm blessed to be invited back. Thank you guys. I, man, we have always just felt such a connection to her. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, she's our most listened to episode. And after she was on, she was on last time, it was in August. Yeah. And in September, we were both walking down the concourse at Experience Conference. And I get a text that says, Hosanna's in the green room and she's asking for the probs people. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> that's you know, us. <laughs> we, we, yeah, we take off, we take off down there, got to spend a few minutes with her yeah. uh, in person, which is kind of rare for us. We don't always get to do that because yeah. we're on Zoom with people and just the most gracious. Mm-hmm. What you see on camera is what you see. Yep. That's what they say. She's so authentic. Off. She's so authentic. Yeah. And I think that's why God's really one reason he's just really blessing and using her ministry. Absolutely. It's blowing up, man. Can't wait for that book. So you look out for that, yep. uh, that, uh, spoken word. We're going to share that as well. And, mm-hmm. uh, we let word team Hosanna Wong for sure. Yep. All the way, all the way. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening to episode 232 mm-hmm. of the Worship Props Gracias. podcast. Gracias. We are. Merci beaucoup. <laughs> oh, oh man. A new language. Great. Yeah, That's just what when I <laughs> Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh man. Remember to hit subscribe wherever it is that you uh you get your podcast content. That way you never have to go look for us. We're just right there every Tuesday morning, ready for you to hit play. And like Brian said earlier, do us that solid favor. Go on over to Apple Podcasts, yeah, leave us that five-star rating with a nice review. Yeah, it, it just happen. it just helps yeah, uh, get the message of the podcast out in front of more people and mm-hmm. share it up, you know. When we, uh, it, it, you know, I think sometimes we don't realize how much kind of work goes into this. And so we're not asking you guys to share or to, to, uh, to, to review it because it fuels mm-hmm. our ego. It's just more of, it's more like, man, this, it takes a lot of work. Let's, let's help other people find it because we Get really do believe there, it adds like value. What is it again? It's a big warm blanket or what? Are we uh, yeah. A, a big warm blanket of goodness. Yeah. It's a blanket of goodness. And yeah. Apparently that's what our podcast is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Share the blanket of goodness <laughs> with people in your life. <laughs> And thank you for following us and for engaging with us on all of the socials. We really love you at Worship Probs on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok. And you can even find us over there on Twitter by searching the hashtag Worship Leader Probs. Guys, and wait, but wait, there's more. But wait. Okay. If you stopped already, you're going to miss out on something awesome. Yep. And that awesomeness is our friends at Maven Media Productions because we love them. They're incredible. Ali, the razor ninja Bahanos is editing the podcast, creating the graphics. Um, you know, they're, they, they're connecting us with uh, our bro, Ashlyn, who's helping us with the reels that you see their lift outs from the podcast. And they're, they're just amazing. So if you're in a need, if you have a need for like some social media coaching or, uh, somebody to help like do some consulting with your team, mm-hmm. you need some help with design website, whatever it is. Head over to mavenmediaproductions.com. They're just the best people. Yep. Uh, Allie and Heath and the whole team over there, we, we love them. We they're, do. They're incredible. So make sure you hit them up. And thanks to Scott Hoke for our intro. Guys, we love all of you. Thank you so much for listening to episode 232. Until next time, deuces. Smell you later. Smell you later.